Hola, this is Ritzy. Before we get into episode 110 of The Nerd Out, just want to let you know that we recorded this on Sunday morning, and when we wrapped it up, that's when we <clears throat> found out the devastating news. It was still developing, but uh, we were devastated nonetheless. I just wanted to make sure we mention all of the helicopter crash victims, Kobe, Gianna Bryant, John, Alyssa, Carrie Altobelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah and Peyton Chester, and Era Zobayan. May they rest in power and peace and love to their families. Welcome to episode 110 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rich P. We are here to spend a really lovely, roughly one hour with you guys talking about the latest in nerddom in our lives and hopefully in your lives on this lovely January day. Happy 2020, guys. (laughs) You can find us online. Um, We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram account. We have uh, a Twitter you can email us, info at thenerdout.com. You can find us on all of these places. You can also find us on our website, which is a handy place to listen to the podcast if for some reason you haven't figured out how to use iTunes or Stitcher. And when you're listening to us, why don't you go leave us a comment? We love that. We love that shit. Yeah, I didn't check them today. I usually check them every time before to see if anyone left anything, but um, you're I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and assume that nothing was left. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's because we're broken women, you guys. We know that you listen because you contact us in other ways. I know. Leave speaking a- of, <sighs> speaking fucking of, I'm not going to name this person. Okay. But he's quick to, to, to text me as soon as he's finished listening to this latest episode, last, last, our last episode, the first one of 2020, 2020. Uh-huh. And, um, a couple of things, majority of things that he mentioned, I do not agree with, but I will say he does make a good point. I did some research. Let me read you what he said. Okay. And then uh, we can go from there. Okay. Um, mad early, sorry, but I'll probably forget. I just finished your last podcast. Uh, new Star Wars was so Disney, really wasn't feeling it. <laughs> um, 87% of the Mandalorian sucked. Oh, yeah, low, blows, blows, blows. And then um, the next one, I did the research, and he is correct. He said, new decade. I think 2021 is the official, officially the new decade. I could be wrong. No, you are right on that fact. I checked. Oh. Yeah, and I checked with, uh, we could right. provide a link, uh, the Farmer's Almanac. Um, it doesn't start <laughs> to uh, 2021 next year. So uh, you were right on that. And then he continues, Watchmen. Episode six, I think it was, was fired. Their West was pro police series, which I'm not for. Um, I wanted to watch it, but uh, didn't want to, didn't know who to root for, the cops or the racists. All my opinion, of course. <laughs> so there it is. Okay. That's interesting. <clears throat> I, I mean, my response, because it was the first thing I saw in the morning, uh, <laughs> this was Friday morning, I was like, 87% of the Mandalorians suck. 
you tripping in the morning. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that's just that's some blows. That's some heavy blows. So yeah. I mean, I would also say that I think that the Watchmen wanted you to have ambiguity as to who you were rooting for. Yeah. So this is what I want to say. Like, we're still going to have your friend, right? That's like Watchmen. Yeah. I need to find out when he is going to watch it. Thank you for reminding me. I will text him today. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want to discuss that, you know, because it's like, we'll discuss at that on that episode but yeah let's make a note of that and i want to see if what he feels and i feel yeah so anyways yeah uh, I, I i also texted this person oh my goodness how are we even friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah in in nerddom you have to overlook a lot of um nerd failings in other people it's Ooh. just a fact it's crazy. That, that was like a lot, like one or two things maybe, but I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot. But um, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, since last last episode, we talked about, you know, the new decade and reaping and, you know, shout out to my homegirl, uh, Kim, Kim Rowe. Uh, she's the one when we went out, that's the whole reason why I even said about reaping, you know, she was saying like, we, we all have been, you know, for mad years have been, you know, planting the seeds, putting the work down, da, 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 da. And that, you know, she, I think I said that, that she doesn't do new year's resolutions. She does a word that's kind of like the theme for the year. So that was reaping. So reap, right. So reaping, I'm, I'm like everything I sign or whatever. I'm like, reap, reap, motherfuckers reap. Um, so one thing that I wanted to give a shout out to our mutual good friend, Karen Hernandez, I call her Chola. Um, she gave me this amazing like gift. Uh, it's called, I put a link to it. We'll have a link to it on the Goodreads. It's called Zen as Fuck, a journal for practicing the mindful art of not giving a shit by Monica Sweeney. <laughs> okay. And it's fantastic because, you know, we all need shit like this, but I'm, I don't really like when it's too woo-woo. And this is, she knows me well. This is right up my alley. It's just like a, a cute little journal with awesome, like, illustrations in it. And it just has, like, little activities. You don't have to go day by day. You can skip around. And it has stuff like um, um, it, there's a peace sign made out of feathers, and it says underneath in nice cursive, if you fuck with my peace, I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that that definitely sounds like that would appeal to you. Yeah, so it's like really and, cute and really great. So thank you. And to most of us. Yeah, right? It's like our, <laughs> our steez. So yeah, put that on there. Um, and then uh, real quick, without getting into anything too deep and naming names, because it was a non-disclosure, but I saw my nemesis. Yeah, uh-huh. My, my latest nemesis. I didn't think I was going to see him. You saw uh, him in person. I saw him in person, which was funny because I was with my rib and my niece. And be on our way there, it was like 40 minutes to this event. I was like, here's pictures of my nemesis. If you see him, point him out. We go to the food trucks and we're waiting. And my niece had gone to go order the worst bulgogi fries in the whole wide world. And then we were waiting. And then I don't know. We like literally just get there. And out of nowhere, who rolls up? My nemesis and his whack girlfriend. And I was like, to my rib, I was like, there he is. She's like, that is him. And I was like, look at him. 
I could fucking kick his ass right now. Like he's so whack. Like he had like all this big energy online and emails and stuff. I was like, look at him. He's little. Look at his feet. His feet are little. <laughs> like, we uh-huh. were just like knocking. I was like, I could, she's like, look at his girlfriend. I was like, I know. I was like, I could literally just beat him to a pulp. And I was like, he doesn't even know what it looked like. So we're like literally next to each other and I'm just watching him and I'm just assessing him. And I'm just like, wow, totally not worth it. Good thing. Good thing I took the high road. Uh-huh. Isn't that funny sometimes? Like you build somebody up to be someone or something in your head. And I think it's so much easier to do in like the world, in the modern world, because you're not face to face with them all the time. Yeah. And then when you see them in person, you're like, oh, you're just pathetic. Yeah. Super pathetic. Like it, it was like, it, it was the photos looked pathetic of him. Right. But it was like, oh, I could see maybe like he has a certain energy, but in person and plus there was no one around him. Do you know what I'm saying? It was just him and his girl just walking up to no line at this truck. And I was like, so we really got to see him just be normal. And I was like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Sad. Mm -hmm. Sadness. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you live another day. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to confront you. And because you're living the karma, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a sad life. That's why you hate women. Okay, cool. So Does this mean he is officially no longer a nemesis. Yeah. He's okay. not for me, He's I feel nemesis like nemesis free. 2020. I'm nemesis, nemesis, free. I'm nemesis free. Yeah. I'm nemesis free. I feel like a nemesis should should be on a certain level. Don't I mean oh, I would think totally. yeah, like you want on your level? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise you want to be a fair fight? Yeah. It was no, not. and otherwise it's just pathetic. Yeah. And I'm that's with you. what it was. It was so yeah. I was like thinking, we're totally not going to see him. You know, it's a big event. And da, da, da. But we, he just literally walked right up. Like the universe is like, oh, here he is. And I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah, here, you, here you go. <laughs> I took pictures from behind him. <laughs> <laughs> to remember, to remember. Remember it by the next time you're like, this mother. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, he's sad. I mean, he was like, like to be fucking a hundred, one thousand percent. He was my nemesis to the fact that I discussed him in my therapy session. Uh huh. Like that, like that, like was fucking with me to that fucking level to where when I just had my session on Friday and I was like, oh yeah, the event, da, 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 da. and I saw him and it was pathetic and I can't believe, da, 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 da. like, and I was like, it's over, done. I like wipe my hands of it. I mean, in the modern era, if you're not discussing your nemesis in therapy, are they really your nemesis? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's just somebody you don't like that much. Like a real nemesis is somebody that you're like, I need to work this out. Yeah, it's fucking with you. It's fucking with yeah. it's fucking with your mind. It's fucking your life. It's it's yeah. So yeah. So that goes to show you, kids. Uh, sometimes you make a big deal about this person. They're fucking your life up for no reason. And then when you really see them, you're like, ah, all right. Mm-hmm. They're just sad and little. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. That's a nice thing to shake off early on in the year. Yeah, and you know what? I guess I guess you could say uh, Happy Lunar New Year. So perhaps in many ways, the the Chinese New Year just started yesterday. Boom! So there That's, you go. New oh, Year. Or am I gonna get a text? 
Am I going to get a text from someone and say, that's incorrect? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. That's, that's based in fact. That's based in fact. <laughs> I think that's based in fact, yeah. <laughs> um, and then one last thing. Uh, I joined, so, I think I might have mentioned it before. You mentioned this before on the podcast. And when I saw you post about this, I was going to make you talk about it. So I'm so glad this is the this is the one thing that I am the most riveted about of all time. Please continue. Because it just happened yesterday. So so I talked about this one app. I I, I joined it because I saw someone say that they helped someone get milk at the store. And it's called Be My Eyes. And it's to help the visually impaired, people that are visually impaired, right? And um, so you sign up and it's like three I forgot how many people, but it's like, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get called because it's like 300,000 uh, visually impaired compared to like th 3 million volunteers just waiting, like yeah. at the ready, like <laughs> waiting for this or whatever. So, you know, you just, you just download the app and then you log in and then you have it on so that they know that you're ready. And they do like a little practice, like how to answer a call or whatever. So I did that. Um, and then maybe a couple months ago, sometime last year, I got a call and I got all nervous. I was like, <gasps> and I answered it, but then I guess it dropped on their end cause it never connected. But mm -hmm. last night, uh, we had finished dinner and I got the call and I, it, I got so nervous cause like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I got the call and then, um, it went through and it was this, like, you don't, I didn't see the person. She just immediately was like, Hey, could you, it was an older lady um, I'm assuming of color. And she was like, could you help me find this uh, um, black, all black corsage? And she had a basket of them. So mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And so she, she, she's like, let me dump them out. And then she would pick one up. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, is this one? And I'll be like, no, no, that, that's not it. And then I was like, oh, that one's black. And I was like, and then I described it to her. And I was like, mm -hmm. it's black, but it has a white rim. And she goes, oh, no, no. She's like, it, she's like, I need the one that's all black. Like, I was like, okay, cool, cool. So we kept going. And then we found it. And then she's like, okay, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Have a good one. Have a good event. And that was it. It was like the best thing ever. I don't know why, but it was just like. Oh, the best, the best thing feeling. ever. It was like the best feeling. I'm still cheesing now. Like, and then, <laughs> and then like, you know, uh, Miosito and the Supernatural Bear had no idea who the fuck I'm FaceTiming or yeah. what I was doing. <laughs> they're like, what is happening? Yeah, they're like, they just thought I was like a friend and I'm just like helping them. And then, so they're just going about their business, taking the trash out. And I was like, you guys, I was like, I just helped a visually impaired person get the right corsage. <laughs> and then the supernatural was like, yeah, we need to celebrate. <laughs> it's super cute. So yeah. Uh, so good. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. And <laughs> uh, I'm so excited that a service like that exists. I know. And that there's so many people. It was great to see when you log on, you'll see the numbers. And it's so great that there's, and this is worldwide. You could also put like, if you're fluent, fluent or have any conversational skills in any other languages. So uh -huh. someone from another country could, you know, hit you up and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just so happy that like, I think I, it says I joined July of last year. So I finally got a call. Well, and I pulled up the website, and I can't believe that there are only 190,000 visually impaired people who use it. I would think that there would be more, but maybe people just don't know about it. Yeah, so it's like to get the word out or whatever. That's how much. And it's like 3 million, right, volunteers? Yeah, 3 million yeah. volunteers. 
So yeah, yeah, it's a great okay. thing, you know, put it on. You never know. Maybe you could help someone out. And especially I think it's also good because like I'm up late, you know, really late. And I don't know. So anyways, if yeah. you want to do it and if you get, if you do it and you get a call, let us know. Because it's such okay. a great, it's like awesome. exhilarating. You get all nervous. And <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. Good. Well, well done. Good deed done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So what else do we got going on, T.I.? What's the word on the street? I mean, the big news is the Oscars, right? The Oscar yeah. nominations have been announced. Yeah. And um, I've seen a pretty decent number of them, um, at least of the best movie ones. Uh, what about you? I've only seen one, and I'm, I was looking at the list. I was like, I'm going to try to see most of these, because some of them are available already to, to rent. So I'm going to try to do that. Irishman's on the... On Netflix, I don't know if I really need to see that though. I feel like I get it already. Um, <laughs> I've only seen the yeah. marriage story, but um, I really want to. Did you see 1917 yet? No, I might go see it today. Um, but yeah, that one I've seen Ford versus Ferrari, which I loved. Um, I have not seen The Irishman. I did see Jojo Rabbit. And I uh, I did. I liked it very much. It was um, it was kind of different than what I was expecting, but it was it was definitely good. Uh, Joker, I'm a little embarrassed to say I haven't seen. Uh, Little Women, I have not seen. Marriage Story, I have not seen, but I know that I can watch that on Netflix. Yeah, that one's uh, on Netflix. 1917, which I might see today, but I, I I will definitely go see it. It's probably something I will see by myself because my uh, movie partner. Is he has heard that it is a roller coaster, and he's like, I, he's, he said, if it's a roller coaster, I'd rather watch it at home so I can step off. <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I saw and really liked, and Parasite. So, well, we're going to watch Parasite last night, but then it got too late. We were just like, I don't know if we're, I'm curious you know, subtitles. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to see it with Osito just because, you know. He's part Korean, and uh, so it's a rare it's a rare deal that he even wants to see a movie, and he wanted to see that one. It's just like you know, we just had a bunch of projects. By the time we were done, it was like super late, and but yeah. um, I, yeah, I want to see that, so I might watch it tonight. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. But I really want to see 1917. I saw some uh, on my Twitter feed. They did the where they showed the actual like uh, scene, like the shooting of that running scene with that one kid of the explosion. Yeah, yeah. And then you uh-huh. see how the finished product, you know, and I was like, oh, I, lo- I just love that type of shit. I just, I don't know why, but so I'm excited to see that one. Um, I want to see Little Women, but I don't know if I want to go to the theater to see that. So I'll have to skip that. Joker, I can rent. Um, yeah, Joker, is Joker out like streaming somewhere? Yeah. To, okay. Yeah. Uh, Joker is uh, in you Paris, know, so we'll I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna buck a trend a little bit here. Um, I know that a lot of I know that so many people really love Little Women. They love the story. They know it intimately. I tried to read it a couple of times when I was younger, and it just never really resonated for me. Same here. Same. Same here. And I think I'm pretty sure I've seen the other movies uh-huh. <laughs> that came before it, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but yeah. it does have does have Timothy Timothy Chalamet in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm. 
And speaking of movies going off of uh, Netflix, did you watch Dolomite yet? I haven't. Oh, my God. You have to watch that. Really? I, it's a true story. Like, true yeah. story. And it's fantastic. I'm, Eddie Murphy is fantastic. I'm familiar with the story itself because I read a big article about it before it came out. But I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's great. I recommend Netflix, Easy Breeze. Um, there you go. Um, what else on the, on the movie tip? Um, I mean, I, I haven't seen, I've been, as Ritzy knows, I've been traveling the past like week and a half, two weeks. I haven't really, um, I haven't really seen anything. Like I, when I was, when I was staying in a hotel for work, they were, they did this thing every night where, and I, I had to get up so early that I was in bed by nine and, but every, I know every, and then I would like flop around and not sleep. It was great. And then, um, <clears throat> but every night they were doing a different Marvel movie. So I would hang out in my hotel room and watch like an hour of a beloved Marvel movie. Like, oh, Winter Soldier. I oh remember my. how great it was that Black Widow and Captain America had this like cool friendship or it would be like something else. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember so that was actually really fun, but that's the closest I've come to really catching up on movies. But now you're back. You're back now home. Back. Yeah, and it's on. So I'm like Donkey Kong. On a poppin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to see if I could just add one or two more t- from that list so that I kind of have an idea of what's happening for the Oscars. And you, li- we just, you like watching the Oscars, right? Because I love watching the Oscars. Oh, my God. I love watching the Oscars. I like watching the red carpet, the pre-shit, the fashion shit, the the whole thing. I love it so much. Um, The Grammys are happening today. I I could care less. Uh, Like the highlights. Yeah. Like for for any music industry people who listen to this, of which I know there are a few, to me the most interesting thing about the Grammys is this whole kerfuffle about the woman who was the head of the Grammys stepping down and all of these lawsuits. And she's alleging that they like covered up all kinds of like sexual improprieties and they're like funneling money to all kinds of people they shouldn't be funneling money to. And like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. She was like, what? she was there like six months, like not even like yeah. five months, I think yeah. like five months. And then they, she boned out. And then I don't know if you saw the thing where they're giving a uh, public enemy the yes. lifetime achievement. And then he wrote a big thing saying like, Oh, she got outed and you know, da 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 and all this stuff. And the conversation her and he and her had where, you know, she was like, he, like he, she called him to tell him like to, she picked him and then she called him to tell him like, you guys are going to be, get the lifetime achievement award. And he was like, us, he's like, we said, go fuck the Grammys in a song. And she's like, yeah, because of that, we have a rap category. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so now he yeah, so now he just came out like the other day and wrote this whole long letter um regarding that and stuff like that. So and then Puffy oh, excuse me, P. Diddy, I don't know what the fuck he goes by right now, but um <laughs> he just there's all you know, there's all these events happening leading up to the Grammys and he's saying something about, you know, they've never respected um black music and all this stuff like that. And then I saw I didn't read I didn't read, there's a new article that came out that said that maybe in response to that, that they, the uh, Grammys are going to have like some diversity, something, something or whatever. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with all this shit. But um, yeah, the highlights, any, if there's any decent performances, then catch it on YouTube. 
Yeah, exactly. Get on my timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, Grammys, whatever. <laughs> Meh. But yeah, Oscars? Oh, yeah. Like, it's my job. I'll watch that. that. Yes. I love that. One How thing to that, go... I, oh, go that I did do, I was just going to say, one thing that I did do that was movie-related that I don't want to forget about is um, when we talked last time and talked about Star Wars, you suggested that um, me and everyone else listen to the Fat Man Beyond episode mm-hmm. um, with Kevin Smith that breaks down uh, the that breaks down the movie, mm-hmm. and it was so good. I just want right? to thank you from the bottom of my heart because <laughs> I did a lot of driving. So uh, yeah, I listened to that podcast and it was great. I'm going to put a link to it on our page. I'm not sure if it was there before. I don't think so. So if you guys just like just can't get enough Star Wars, then um, or even if you just want to be like, I, help me understand what I've seen, then go to this. And it made me definitely want to go see it again. Yeah, me too. I definitely want a second watch. And isn't it great that like Kevin is like full blown, like, yeah, give me all fan service. And then the other guy was like, uh, and he was like, what? You don't and like, yeah. I love that. They were like, you know, had different views on a couple of things and you could also watch it on YouTube. So you can see it actually see it. Cause they're at the cantina. Um, so when you, you could watch, that's how I watched it. Um, watching them. So you can see like the full facial <laughs> of dismay, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great. They're great. I love, I love their recaps of shit. Um, all right. So what, what else we got on the books? Um, I, I have been, I mentioned this last time because I, um, part of the way that I nerd out about things is I don't, there's some things that I know I will enjoy more if I experience the source material first. And one of those things, like what was, I'm trying to think, I mean, there's just so many examples. I probably shouldn't even get into it, but one of those is the Witcher. I'm like, Oh cool. There's going to be, this sounds interesting. This sounds up my alley. I've heard about The Witcher. Like, I read some fantasy and sci-fi a lot. So I was like, I got to read it. So um, I'm reading the first book. It is very good. It is very enjoyable. It is uh, enjoyable to the fact that I went to go um, reserve the second book at the library. And I'm, like, fourth in line. And for some reason, the library here takes forever. So I was like, okay, great. So I'll get to read that next year. (laughs) um, and so I went to go buy it on Amazon and it is sold out temporarily unavailable. So I'm not the only one who's thinking about Geralt of Rivia. Um, and, and so now I'm like, do I need to play the video game? Oh, there's a video game. I had no idea. The video game is the really big thing. Um, I think that like, it's sort of a fairly obscure, well, I shouldn't, I mean, I guess it is fairly obscure, um, fantasy series by a Polish writer, the whole Witcher thing. And, um, then they did a, they made a video game that is like huge, super popular. And then they were like, oh shit, we should do a, like, look at the popularity of this. Let's do a Netflix series. And Henry Cavill has, like, he's a big gamer, so he has, um, he's played the game a lot, and yeah, so he's really into it. So, anyhow, yeah, The Witcher, and um, now I just need to figure out how I'm going to read the next book. How, is it, is it a thick book? Uh, no, no, pretty small. Um, the first two books, if you read them chronologically, not in the order they were published, 
put in order there, um, you know, as if things are occurring. Uh-huh. Um, the first two books are a collection of short stories and that star this guy. And you kind of get a feel for the world that he lives in and what he does. And he hunts monsters and, he, you know, you kind of figure out some backstory and who some of the players are. But then there's like another, I don't know, eight books. So, wow. yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm excited about that. The Witcher, So far, guys. so good. The Witcher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but if you can find, if anybody has the second book and they want to send it to me, um, please send us a message and I'll give you an address and you can send it to me. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise I don't know how I'm getting it. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Books. Uh, yeah. No new you, books. Just your, um, just your, what is it? The Zen art of not giving a fuck? Zen, Zen is fuck. fuck, yeah. I Zen just... Zen uh-huh. as fuck, yeah. No, no new, no new books. I still haven't finished the bossy one just because it's still intense and I got to be in a certain mood. And I've just been so busy. We've had a lot of people um, staying with us for since okay. December, and so and I've been on deadline and stuff. But um, there's a couple of books that I want to get into, and if I get them and start reading them, I'll, I'll add that to the list. Um, uh-huh. Okay, going. I'm moving on to the TV. I uh-huh. wanted to see if you watched the Dave Chappelle Mark Twain Award. I have not, um, but I'm going to. Um, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to put. It, I'm going to watch it after this, and I'm going to put a link to it in our show notes. Awesome! It's on PBS, um, and it's fantastic. It's okay. great because it's it. You see him. You see um, his family. His mom is the cutest. You just want to squeeze her. And then also you see these greats go up and talk about him and give little yeah. stories and stuff like that. Um, so it's fantastic. And he also does like a impromptu the day before at a, the small one, the the place that he did his first stand up in D.C. Um, and then like all these greats come on there, too. And it's 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 fantastic uh, just hearing like some of the stories and I mean if you're a fan of Dave then you you kind of know how important Neil Brennan you know how their their relationship is and stuff and if you haven't seen Neil Brennan's Three Mics I recommend that and yep. you know you, you people are like you, they always blame him for what happened um, with the Chappelle Show and stuff like that but just to see the relationship and you know the history just to see that they're sharing in this moment and. And stuff like that. I think it's I think it's great. And you get to see his wife and his kids and it's it's great. It's real fantastic. So okay. I recommend. Okay. I recommend. That sounds uh, great. And then did you watch the first season of Sex Education? I heard great things about it, but I have not watched it. So the season two just came out and I I for sure binged that shit. Like okay. finish that shit. It's super good. <laughs> I recommend both seasons. Um, it's a British show. And uh, what's her name? The one from um, uh, Jillian Anderson. Uh, she's in it. She plays the mom, and she's a sex um, sex therapist. Yeah. She just I can't get over how amazing she looks. <laughs> she, I mean, she's always been really interesting looking, and I think it's it. I mean, she's obviously very beautiful, but she she just looks so interesting. She looked so interesting before, and I was like, oh, okay, she has a unique... But now, like, she's, like, slim and fit and lean, and her her hair choice, and uh, it's just... And her little... And her outfits on the show, however they... they the costume design, it's just, like, she's gorgeous. 
And she's like, what, 50-something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's yeah. great. But anyways, the show is fantastic. Yeah, she's she's uh, definitely hot. Um, and she was, she was also in a series, which I just always have to recommend, so I'll, I'll take the time right now to do it, called The Killing. It was a, a British series from a few years ago. And um, it was her and Jamie Dornan and... Um, Fifty Shades. Um, yeah, Fifty Shades, Jamie <laughs> Dornan. Um, but it is like this... She's, I think, Irish in it. It's set in Northern Ireland. Maybe she's British. At any rate. And he is a serial killer that she is trying to stop. And, like, it's such a cat and mouse game. And she's very unapologetically, like, she's not feminine. You, like, I really like her because her character is so, like, I don't know. I don't even know the right way to. She's, like, you know, people are, like, well, you're going to have to tone it down a little bit. And she's, like, I'm not toning anything down. Get the fuck out. And it's not like she's like, you know, feminist icon, but it's like, it's just a really interesting female character that is not like stereotypically feminine. Uh And um, he is like a sexual predator and God, it's, it's such a good series. I love it. And she, that was one of the first things that I saw her and I was all, wait, Jillian Anderson. Oh my gosh. Like what happened to you? And now you're back and you're like, so rad. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, yeah. she is rad. I will check out Sex Education. Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? It's Dramedy? a yeah, it's, it's a it's a, like a comedy, but it's uh, she's a sex therapist. She has a te- she's uh, divorced. She has a teenage son, and then somehow, some way, it gets to where he's doling out um, sex advice to kids. He has a business, and he's doling out sex advice, and it's super cute. The kind of people that are that are in it it's you know um very eclectic very inclusive um i think you i think you'll like i think you'll like it there's no laugh track or anything so i think you're safe um and so yeah it's really good i was super excited that season two came out and i binged it and was over and i'm sad that it's over so uh if you watch it let us know i want to see what your thoughts are on it okay okay and now we get to something I never would have thought that A, I would be watching, or B, you would be watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> the circle. Yes. Uh, yes. This is a reality show that takes place in... Uh, it's a reality show that's on Netflix. There's, I don't know, eight or ten episodes. It's a takeoff of a British show. Ritzy brought it up the last time we all got together. And, uh, yeah. And so I was like, I don't know, I guess I'll give it a watch, like, in the background while I'm doing something. And then I, like, binge-watched it over four days. <laughs> yep. It totally surprised me. You were, like, texting me, and I was like, what is happening <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because the same thing happened to you. But, but I just was like, yeah, she's never going to watch this shit. And then you're here, you are texting me. And then you're all like, where are you? Like, and then you fucking caught up like in no fucking, in <laughs> no time flat. You caught up. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's totally as deep in as I am and stuff like that. And then, yeah. um, yeah, because I was like, I'm going to watch this shit like I mentioned before. And I was like, and then I was all into it. And then we were waiting. And then, boom. 
the last four episodes came out. And then I had told Cabezon, who listens to this podcast, and I with and then I texted him. I was like, oh, you gotta watch this. I was like, you know, I there's a G on there, and you know, he might be a little too much, but give it a give it a chance. You know, uh-huh. give it a chance. Uh-huh. So he watched the first, and he's like, I can't. He's like, I can't. I go, all right, well, I go, it's getting good. And, you know, uh, my relative, uh, Naisha, she, uh, I think she's the one that told me about it. She was like, I was like, you know, if you do, if you give another chance, then uh, if you get into it, you know, let us know. And then I didn't hear uh-huh. anything. And then all of a sudden, such and such and such and such and did it. <laughs> I was like, he's in, he's hooked. He's so hooked that he called me a couple of days ago when he saw the finale. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is about the stupid show that is so addictive. Right? Like, and the characters are, I mean, they're interesting, but they're not even, like, they're not yeah. that interesting. It's not like, I mean, I guess Survivor, they were, like, you know, they ate bugs, and they, like had to work together to build shelter and like everything about the show is so incredibly superficial because of the premise. These people never actually meet in person. They communicate with each other through like, you know, basically a chat app or like a social profile and like everything is so like LMAO, you're my girl, hashtag so blessed. Like it is so superficial and annoying. And yet by the end of it, you're like, I really like these people. Yeah. Where did that like, come from? Exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Like I like Joey. Like Joey turned it around. Like what is happening right now? And then, you know, what Cabezon mentioned, which is I believe, which is true, that once they started like when they come in, they're just too much, too extra, right? Because they're like super, you know, super excited and they're seeing their place that they're staying in. But he said, once they started playing the game, I was hooked. And I was like, yes, that's what it is. They calmed the fuck down. And then I was saying that we were saying like, it's a great social experiment, especially like with the Shuby, with Shoe uh-huh. Bomb. Because uh-huh. he's like, I'm I'm not on social media. I'm going, I'm just going to be myself, right? And then, so, like, it's a great social experiment because I think it would be, I, I, don't, I don't think I would have been as into it. And I think the people would have been even more annoying if it would have been, like, the real world where there's cameras with people with camera crews. Because uh-huh. then they're, like, really reminded at all times that they're on TV, they're being watched, they're being filmed. And I think because they just had those little cameras, those cameras everywhere. And I don't know if you noticed them, like, like if it, it matched the decor. So it kind of like, you kind of forget about it a little bit. Yep, then yeah. Then I, I was like, oh, okay. It, you going crazy. You have no contact with the outside world. So it's not like you, you have that interaction with other people to constantly remind you that you're on some type of show. It's like you're alone with yourself going crazy. And thinking everyone's out to get you, and you're like, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think also because we didn't, we've never, we don't know what's gonna happen. Like the other ones, like it's just watching them do stuff, or you know, there's certain games that you you know how the game is played. This one was like, I don't know. Oh, alert again? What what's what's about to yeah, happen right yeah. here? Uh huh. <laughs> it was it was super unpredictable. Yeah, and uh, I like. I think I like that. Yeah, because you didn't know what was gonna happen next. Um, I will say without giving anything away, because I really do sincerely hope. Look, if you have been a passing interest in real in competitive reality shows, give this a shot. Yeah. 
um, you will surprise, you might surprise yourself by being like, oh my God, what? no, roll right into the next episode. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was, um, I was satisfied with who won. Yeah. One of my, I, I kind of had three favorites and one of my three favorites won. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And then, and then um, also, uh, I was talking to um, our friend, uh, Jeanette. Maybe we went to go see. Yeah. Yeah. So she, cause, so her and I started talking about it on Twitter. She's like, who has finished the circle? Cause I need to discuss. So her and I were talking <laughs> about it and um, we were talking about like, who was our faves, but then also who was our, who would be our fave in real life? Cause that's another thing, right? Like watching the show, you're like, oh, they're my fave. But in real life, uh, I pro- this person might be a little too much for me in real life. I could probably only take them in doses. This person, da 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 da. So we're talking about like that too. <laughs> and then we found the picture of the place because we also were getting catfished by the place. Yeah. Uh huh. Isn't it in England? Yeah, it's in England. But the pictures, like when you the intro and all that stuff, it's like. They show Chicago, part of Chicago. They part. They show a little bit of LA. They so you don't know where it's at. And they make it look all nice. Uh-huh. Oh, it's not. It's like desolate dumpster next door. <laughs> wow. So we wow. got catfished on the location, which is awesome. She was like, "Did we just get catfished?" And I was like, "I think we did." Because so she found the picture. I gotta find it. And I gotta send it yes. to you. Yes. Send it to me now. Because it looks like there's all this greenery when you see the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like uh, Skid Row next to it. <laughs> That's funny. Because it looks so beautiful where they have, I was like, ooh, is that like Vancouver or? <laughs> oh, we got catfish on the locale. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So watch it. Give it a chance. Give it a couple of episodes when they start playing the game. Then you may or may not be hooked. And this twist and the turns are interesting. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. I don't. If another one comes out, I don't think I need to watch it. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, unless it's like, oh, it's not going to be the same as last time. Then maybe, but like, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think I need to watch it. But that was that was funny. That was fun and interesting. And uh, yeah, I can't believe we are talking about. Um, a reality show like that, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, kids. Here we are. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and so good. And somebody out there, please watch it. I feel like I was online trying to find like, is there a message board or something that I can go? Yeah, but it caught on. Like so many people on my timeline were like starting to watch it, and uh, and then they're like, you know, commenting on all the different people, and da, da, da. and I was just like. It's crazy. It's, it's someone, someone tweeted, the circle is the most, one of the most awful shows yet. I can't stop watching it. I'm hooked. <laughs> and it's not even awful. It's just that it's a reality show. Right. But it's not awful. It's just, it's just a reality show. I don't know. So here we are folks. Um, so one thing that we've been trying to talk about, but we never had time. And I feel like this is the time is okay. our podcast, some of our favorite podcasts. Yeah, this is a great time. <laughs> it's a great uh, time. I, I mean, I think that we can both agree that we are still missing Hollywood Babylon. 
I was very excited yep. for the New Year's edition. Yep. And um, I've been like listening to it in little bitty pieces because I just wanted to stretch it out forever. <laughs> um, but uh, I can't wait until that is back. And I've been trying to fill the, the hole in my heart with some other things. One thing that I kind of enjoyed um, was uh, one called Bundyville, which is a it's seven part series, although there's a second season. Um, and it's about the Bundy family who some people, probably most people are not aware of. Mm-hmm. They are, um, they are like this sort of militia, super, super right wing, super religious family in the West, um, in Utah, I think primarily Nevada, Utah, Nevada, some kind of in Oregon, but um, probably five years ago, there was they took over a um, a federal wildlife refuge in oh, Malibu. Yeah. Uh huh. Bunch of like armed militia took it over, and there was a big long standoff. They're those guys. Oh. And Bundyville is fascinating because it's all mm. about them and their fucked up world. So, uh, and like the legal ramifications and like all the stuff that they're into. So, um, that is, uh, that is pretty crazy. Seven part series. And how yeah. long are each, are each episode? It's probably like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, but then they just, they have a new second series that I haven't listened to. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting. I'll put that on my list. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. It's, uh, if, if you're kind of into that sort of thing, like it, you will find it especially infuriating that these people are out there. <laughs> oh, I hate them so much. And they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. And if someone of color tried to do 1% of what they did, it would be over. Yeah, sure. Um, what one, one of the ones that I really love, uh, podcast wise is the armchair. I, I think I talk about it a lot on here already is the armchair expert with Dak Shepard and Monica Padman. Padman. Uh, I love it because they have interesting, fascinating guests. Um, they go deep in and I love how honest and open Dak Shepard is about his um, life, his trauma and um, his alcoholism and his addiction and all that stuff like that. So I highly recommend it. And I recommend a couple. Um, he does one with the first um, Surgeon General of California. Uh-huh. And she's fascinating and she's um, of color. And they go into um, the ACEs. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. If you if you aces, if you have, they have, they have done all these studies um, where if you have aces, which is adverse childhood experiences, certain ones, if you you do this quiz, and if you have at least four, then a minimum of four, then you're more likely to have um, autoimmune disease, um, alcoholism, abuse, drug, da 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 da. Um, and it's fascinating. And she's amazing because of what sh- her history, uh, her personal history is. Her mom, she grew up with her mom who, she's African American. She grew up with her mom that was schizophrenic. Uh-huh. So she had to deal with that. And then she got into the medical field and she set up all these other things to help the community. And then um, she's done a bunch of research. She's written books, and then now she's the first California's first 
uh, Surgeon General, and she's really an advocate for um, understanding how ACEs affects you and how you can resolve all that stuff. So, you know, Dax is like, yeah, right out the bat, at least I got six of the 10, like, you know, and stuff like that. So he's always very honest and, 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 and funny and, um, his his sidekick, his his soulmate, he calls her, uh, Monica. She's just kind of there. She doesn't pipe in too often unless they're having like a live show. Um, she talks a little bit more. And then at the end of every episode, they do a fact check section. So anything uh, that was discussed. That. Yeah. And so that's great. But they have like amazing people. One of the best live ones is when they have when they're with Brennan Brown and they're in Austin and um just like great people on there. Uh, so I totally recommend that one. And then I found out about another one because Dak Shepard used to date Kate Hudson. And oh. so, yeah, Kate Hudson and her brother Oliver Hudson were on the show. And they're like, is this weird? And they start talking about the relationship and how they were in both in different you know, moments in their lives. It just was like a timing thing. So they just, just discuss it openly, like two adults. And then they were on there because they were – promoting their new podcast called sibling revelry uh -huh. and cause they're, you know, they're siblings and that dynamic. And then they have other like, you know, famous siblings on there and they had your friend, uh, Lisa Ling and her sister. Uh -huh. And then, and it's just, for me, it's always fascinating. Like, because I always feel like as adults, we're just working on our childhood traumas. Right. And then yeah. there's also, it's fascinating because if you have siblings, you can be multiple people living in the same fucking house with the same fucking parents, but have completely different experiences, whether it's because of your birth order, because of your sex, because of da da da, da like so many different things. And it's fascinating. So that you go on like Tay Diggs and his brother on there and they talk about like, you know, his experience, the age difference was a factor and just, they just, they just have great people on there and you just get a great insight and they're just like really kind of dig deep on mm -hmm. the, the family dynamic and stuff. So I recommend that one if you need something to listen to. Um, I think you might like it, uh, T.I. Okay. I think it's also interesting because, like, I, I have a sibling. We don't talk, but um, he's eight years younger than me, mm -hmm. and it's a completely different experience, plus we have a different father and da 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 yeah, da, da. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's also, like, so I don't really know that world, like, where I was, like, living – for a long time and you know stuff like that and so it's for, for me it's fascinating and then twins are fascinating to me so they have those twins the the hdtv twins oh yeah uh-huh i hate i hate their face but they're pretty funny <laughs> they're like pretty i was like oh i could see they're like you know probably charming and pretty funny they're or whatever they're property brothers they're, they're property, property brothers. brothers oh i hate them i hate their face but I was like, let me listen to them. And they were really funny. And they are the experiences. And like to hear, you know, I think Kate's, she's kind of sounds like she's obsessed with twin stuff because she like could quote all these things. Uh -huh. And she's like, did you have the such and such, such and such effect? Did this happen to you? And and it was funny because they were like, we dated twins in high school. And they said it, it was too freaky for us. Uh -huh. <laughs> to date the twins. Uh -huh. And then they're talking about like, you know, the thing where one gets hurt and the other one feels it, but they're like miles away and. I don't know. It's fascinating to me. So that was interesting. So yeah, I recommend Sibling Revelry with okay. Kate and Oliver Hudson. Okay. And another one that I recommend, because I get my fix, especially now that I'm here in um, the desert, Coachella Valley, and I, 
I do every day talk to um, the old school you heard shows crew, uh, Sket, Kano, and Shane Jessup. And we, we, we talk like almost every day on this t- text thread. And so I get my fix there. But sometimes it's nice to hear the Bodega Boys, who are Jesus and Meryl. And it just makes me laugh. It reminds me of the conversations that we have. Uh, with with the fellas and it's like so New York and it's so it, I don't know it just the best thing ever I don't really watch a show I don't have Showtime I'll watch like here and there on YouTube but to hear their podcast and that's how they started out it's hilarious to me and I love it so much so like if you are needing your like you know street hood fix <laughs> I recommend Bottega Boys <laughs> uh-huh. okay okay I like that and then um, two real quick ones. I, I started listening to the People's Party with Talib Kweli. Okay, which is great because he. What's that about? So Talib Kweli, you know, he he's in um, uh, Black Star with Most Def, and then he had his own career as well in the hip hop scene. We're of the same age, and um, he has he's very political, and he's the kind of person that like he'll go in with the trolls online to a point where I'm like, oh, it's kind of like too much. Like, let him be. But he's very political and stuff like that. So have different people on there, different walks of life, um, people he totally agrees with and people he's maybe on the fence with. And he has a really good, intelligent conversation. But he also has people on there that are like, you know, um, music greats. Um, and they'll give, they just feel real comfortable with him because they know him and they'll just really give you background and great stories. So I recommend that podcast. Um, and the last one is friends that we're hopefully sometime soon when we get our schedules together, we're going to have them on. It's called heartbreak radio. Um, they do it live on air at a local antenna, um, but you could hear their episodes on Mixed Cloud. We'll provide a link. Heartbreak Radio with uh, Lady E, uh, Lady Emish, and um, DJ Fatrick, who are amazing. And the the premise of how the the podcast. I was on an episode a long time ago. I don't think that's available. But um, the premise started because there was heartbreak. And they decided to just start a pod, start a podcast, a radio show where they play like heartbreak music. You get introduced to so many dope sh- new shit, and also to some like older stuff in other in all different languages. So I totally recommend. It's great music for me when I get excited when there's a, when they post a new episode, or if I can on occasion listen live online because it's the type of music that I can really be creative and really do work with. So. I recommend. It's not that much talking, just a little talking in the between the breaks. Sometimes I have special guests, like they recently had our girl, Lilian Rivera, on there. Her episode is dope because she was like bringing the, sh- she was bringing out the music, the heartbreak tracks that reminded me of when I was on my chair in my room singing at the top of my lungs to these songs. Uh-huh. So, so it's great. So I recommend that. And what about you, Tia? Do you have any others? No, I mean, <clears throat> I've been, I have been listening to so many podcasts lately, but I just don't have anything that I'm like excited to share with people. And uh, I've been doing a lot of like, you know, kind of down, like hearing something, downloading it, hearing something, downloading it. So hopefully I have like probably <laughs> eight new things on my phone to listen to. So hopefully in the next little bit, I'll have something else that I can share and get people, turn some people on to. 
Awesome. I'm excited. Um, I've, I have a feeling, like, I think a lot of ones that you shared have been, like, Bundyville, um, Serial Killer. Um. <laughs> Dirty John. I mean, I... Dirty I, John. I was, that was great. I was credit for being the first person on Dirty John. Yeah. I read... I read the the article series that it was based on, and uh, yeah, I do I do like some I do like some true crime, but I feel like a lot of the true crime, a lot of the really popular true crime stuff, I don't care for at all. Mm-mm. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. TBD. Yeah, I like uh, we talk about what the what the fuck podcast. Like, I just love that people. I just love hearing people's stories, and that what I like going back to Armchair Extra real quick is this because he he has like academics, um, you know, in all different fields. Plus he has, you know, your favorite musicians and favorite actors. It's a kind of like all around and uh, I get a nice mix uh-huh. of the of different data. So I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm definitely going to check out, uh, I'm going to check out some of these ones that you mentioned for sure. Awesome. And I'm going to check out Bundyville. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, just listen to it for one episode and have your brain like explode that people like this exist in the world. Ugh, it will, I will. You'll be like, you'll be like, oh my God, I was so much happier knowing that this person didn't exist. And now you know. <laughs> All right, then. So uh, what do we say? Wrap it up? Wrap it up, I say. <laughs> All right. We'll talk All right, then. then. Yeah. Now. Soon, super soon. All right, then. Peace out, nerds. SMB. I am not only the sound maker of the extra credits for the Nerd Out, but now I am going to, I'm planning to have my own YouTube channel. And on YouTube, there'll, at, in this fall, there'll probably be a Harry Potter TV series just waiting for your eye. So get those props, so get those props and Harry Potter glasses on and get your spines tingled. For the series, and it's great to be here. I literally I paid a lot to be a sponsor. Sponsors rule. Goodbye. <laughs>